When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to the Charger <laughs> Chat. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Hello. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Will Dogson, with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. Hi, guys. And let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. Kevin, what are you, like Neo from The Matrix? These are, these, are, these are my sucka-duckas. These are my... I'm ducking suckas <laughs> all day and all night on Twitter. I punched Kevin Just... in the eye, and he doesn't want you all to see it. Yeah, yeah. He got really mad at me. Yeah, I punched myself in the face you fell after... fell down some stairs, didn't you, Kevin? <laughs> he went... He went full liar, liar. Yeah. yeah. After getting game. mad at the TV, I got mad again. <laughs> yeah. I'm ducking suckers. That includes this guy over here. Um. All right, gang. Well, we got a show to do. <laughs> it's time for us to sit down and talk about everything that happened on Sunday. Uh, we've got ourselves a very special uh, Bolt Insight lined up for you. Uh, and a hefty as a motherfucker <laughs> ask Bolt fan. <laughs> Uh, but let's waste no time. Let's start at the top. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I'll talk about it. Uh, Chargers lost 38 yeah. to 41. You don't say. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. Chargers lost. Okay. Okay. So we're done with that. Oh, so, yeah. All right. On to new business. <laughs> <laughs> on to Green Bay. Um, yeah. God. What a... It was... It was such a exciting game until it wasn't. Yeah, uh, it was very reminiscent of that last game that we had against the Cleveland Browns, where it was just a shootout between Herbert and Baker Mayfield, and uh, we came down on the other side of it this yeah, time. We did, unfortunately, somebody had to lose that game, and it ended up being us. Um, I just, I just wish our defense and offense could be good at the same time. Is that too much to ask? Can we not? What This is why we can't have nice things, guys. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. Like you saw what Austin did. You saw what our offense was able to do once they got it rolling. When Justin has time, you can see what he's able to do. And the defense just was running around with their, like their heads were cut off. Like they didn't know what they were doing. It was just the consistency is out of control. I just don't, I don't know what's happening. Well, it, and that's the thing is like, up to this game, the defense was very strong against the run. Very strong. I mean, we were talking about that stop the likes of Derrick Henry, yeah. like one of the best running backs in the league. And up until this game, had they kept that same mentality of being able to stop the run, we would have come out with a win on this. But there was two huge runs, and one of those was 
it, just a, it was like the start of the drive. They ran it for like 75 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. First play right there. Boom. So like <clears throat> take that back and get back to like the run defense that we've seen earlier in this year. That's an entirely different game. It's just weird. Cause I, I didn't put too much into the fact that we were playing bad offenses, but I think that it's just, <laughs> we, we just decided that that, that wasn't the case. <laughs> that wasn't the thing. That's not a thing here. Okay. These offenses are okay. And we were just really dominant on defense. I just don't know. I don't know where our defense is. Like yeah. we've seen this defense now against good teams and it's, it's unfortunate and it's hard to say super, super excited about watching the defense because you don't know what you're going to get. There's right. like, you don't have the ability to like lean into like, oh, we got this. You know, this is going to be a good game. It's just, you yeah. never know what it's going to be. And is it, is it scheme? Is it the players? Is it, what is it? You know, it's, well, it's, you know what you're going to get against bad teams. It's just when we play good teams, it's, it feels like we can't do anything. It's right. not, hey, we're going to take away this aspect of the game and force them to beat us doing this. Yeah. It's like we trying to do everything so then we can do nothing. You but know, that's the like thing is like 500 yards of offense. That's I know. Un, you cannot do that. That's it's insane. Unacceptable. Multiple times a, already this year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like we weren't out of it. We were always in it until the very end. And that was the one. It, it was the last drive. If we, it, there's just so many things that like, if just one tiny little thing gets changed, if one tiny bit of luck goes the Chargers way, it's an entirely different outcome. And the luck has just not been on our side because again, this is another three point loss. This isn't a blowout. We didn't lose by double digits. You know, we lost by three points. And so these guys are always in it. There's just one little bit of edge that is keeping us out of some of these wins. And it's so but, frustrating. It's just, what's this, what's to say that we don't, we shouldn't win that game 38, 21, you know, like if our defense just shows up at yeah. all, it's not a one score game, right? We're not on the wrong end. It's just that we win that game handily. When you score 38 points, you should never lose a game in the NFL. Yeah. You should win pretty, pretty comfortably. Yeah. So it's just like, it's not, it's just frustrating that it's like, Oh, the, the offense was great, but just not good enough. You know, it's like, if we scored 38 points, that should be a done deal. It's right. sealed up, not even close. Not, ah, it's just a one-score game. We came out on the wrong end of it. I just, I don't, I really don't understand what the problem is with our ability to play good teams. I, I don't know if we psych ourselves out or mm-hmm. coach gets scared. Like, I don't, I don't really understand why it's so drastically different. And it's consistently I don't know. I really don't know. It's frustrating because I want us to be good. And I know that we have the talent to be really, but it's just, it is not consistent enough, but I say we talk about the offense because the offense was awesome. The offense was was. fantastic. I mean, Justin Herbert, 27 for 43 or 23 yards, four touchdowns, just that one little pick. And, and then and then he was beating himself up. He's like, we would have had a chance if I wouldn't have thrown that interception. Justin, but yeah. dude, he threw four touchdowns. Like you yeah. were single-handedly and you were dealing with at times when we didn't even have Keenan out there. Right. He was right. throwing to everybody and anybody that was uh, Quentin Johnston with a touchdown. That was nice. If you go back and Great rewatch the uh live stream, I've never seen him celebrate louder <laughs> and more intense in my life. I was life. through the roof. So for Quentin Johnston. Just the house we're on has a basement and the 
the force that boy. he slammed onto the ground, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, he was so freaking excited. It was really fun to see. That's awesome. But that was that was crazy about that game. We yeah, were yeah. in it. We felt like we could win up until the last freaking moment. Right. And those are we the just needed the ball back. Just the as long one, as we got the ball time. back, we would have won it. We would have we would have been able to get it done. And that's again, like we have third and fifteen. You're gonna give up thir- thirteen yards. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's go. Put it like force them to kick a long field goal, not hey, they're gonna get an opportunity at a fourth down here to really ice this game. It's let's go get this guy and make him make a great throw. He threw to a wide open receiver who was comfortably ran out of bounds. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know. I really I I can't put my finger on what we're doing on defense and why yeah. it's so consistently bad. But Keenan offense. Allen, let's 11, talk about offense. <laughs> Eleven catches, one hundred and seventy-five yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, while hurt and while missing hurt. the whole quarter. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. That's yeah. out of control. And seeing one of those touchdowns go to Jalen Guyton, so good to see him come out and perform as well. Um, I mean, this was a very offensively exciting game. It wasn't for that first quarter. That first quarter was a little rough. It felt it felt like there was a team coming off a bye yeah. and a team that had a short week. Yeah. Like they came out a little slow, but they they picked it up, but it just felt like a little slow to start. Yeah. Do you guys feel like Justin playing so well in this game was a little bit of like a leave me alone type of thing? Like you guys are blaming me for like us winning games just not the right way. And now look, and we lost. Like, does this does this put that magnifying glass a little bit more on Staley with Justin playing so well? I depends on who you ask. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he he doesn't have to say it. I think it's just the fact that you know he is the reason why we're winning a lot of these games. If mm-hmm. we had one of these mediocre quarterbacks on our team, we're we're getting blown out. So I, I'm just grateful for him, even when he has a. a I'll take the bad weeks and a win, but when he goes off, it's so exciting to watch. Yeah. And the offensive line, speaking of the offense, they had a great game. They gave him time and he didn't look, give look, up a sack. Look, look Trey, what happened. Trey Pipkins was a little bit. Uh, he's been sus. Up. He's been sus a lot the whole season. I've been saying it, but they at least held it together and they, he was not on his back. Yeah. 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 To, to keep Justin from, Having to take a sack is uh, is pretty awesome. That's a great day for the offensive line for sure. Um, yeah, looking over at uh, Keenan Allen. Speaking of Keenan Allen, the Chargers put out uh, all the all the areas in which Keenan Allen is top, top five. five. Yeah, for all the people that are saying Keenan Allen's not a top five, uh, let me let us remind you that Keenan Allen is now tied for fourth for touchdowns, tied for or he is in fourth for yards this season. He is number one in receptions, 73 receptions. That's so many receptions. Holy crap. And uh, 40, he's fifth in first downs. So he's clutch. He's getting receptions. He's getting the yards and he's getting the tutties. Yeah. Guy's top five. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. The only <laughs> other guy that's the only other guy that's top five in all those categories is Tyree Kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what? I don't know. I don't know what the Chargers did to piss off everyone everywhere in the media because it's ridiculous. Like Justin Herbert has a bad game, but we win. It's he's not elite. They won, but he's not elite. Yeah. We, he has an incredible game, but we lose. It's yeah, he's good, but he's not good enough. Obviously he didn't, he didn't take the team and and put them on his shoulders and just force them to win. And then same thing with Keenan Allen, his entire career. It's 
it, okay, okay, cool, good numbers. But for some, I, they don't even have an explanation as to why. Because they'll say, oh, yeah, great route runner, so smart, tactician. But then, no, he's not top five. But for no reason. I don't, it's it's just crazy. I yeah. think it's postseason, dude. They're just we're just not a postseason team, and those guys get extra accolades when they do stuff there, and we just haven't been in a very long time, which mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Looking over at this tasty little tidbit, uh, during Staley's tenure on defense, uh, 2021, uh, they allowed 27 points per game. That was ranked 29th uh, in the league. They had a nine and eight record. 2022, they allowed 22.6 points per game. They were 21st, finished with a 10 and 7 record. And this year so far, we are allowing 23.9 points per game on average, ranked 24th with a 4 and 5 record. We can't seem to stop people from getting 20 points. It's just crazy that, like, you know, we spend all this money on all these players and we have like the most expensive defense in the league pretty much. And this is what it is. It's just, I, what's happening? What's happening? It begs the question. It really does. I mean, it, is it uh, execution? Is it game plan? Is it coaching? Is it? That's a lot of did you guys. Lack of execution. Did you guys, did you guys hear what Khalil Mack came out and said after the game in his no. post game? Do tell. Oh, you didn't hear this? No. Oh no. This could not. This could be not fun for you. Okay. He basically, came out and said. Everything that we practiced all week, they did the exact opposite that whole game. Like we didn't, we were doing, we were preparing for the complete opposite of what the Lions came out and did to us. So we were playing on our heels a little bit and trying to figure things out as we went. Mm. That's, so that's preparation. Yeah. That sucks. That does suck. <laughs> that does <Ouch>. suck. <laughs> so we don't have to guess what happened anymore. That's pretty clear what happened on defense then. Well, I just don't know what to say about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not believing. I don't. Hey, you I don't, didn't hear it from the source, so just don't believe me. That's okay. yeah. I don't believe that. <laughs> just, I'm lying. <laughs> let's look at some other post game quotes, shall we? <laughs> um, let's see. Here's Herbert <laughs> on his team. Uh, so, so there's there's a lot of fight in this team. Uh, obviously, not the outcome that we would have wanted, but those guys didn't quit. Offense, defense, special teams. They gave everything they had for all four quarters, and we fell short. It wasn't good enough today, but I don't question the effort, the dedication by this team. So God bless them. They're trying. (laughs) (laughs) That's rosy. I mean, (laughs) they're they're, they're giving it all. She's good, Captain. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Keenan Allen said, unfortunately, one of those close games, we just didn't make enough plays to win the game. I thought early on it was going to be a shootout and it ended up being a shootout. You've got two great offenses. No matter how good a defense is, it's hard to stop a great offense. Yeah, they, they I think they have the best run, the best run team. They're the off. League. They have the best offensive line in the league. It's crazy. They, they completely stonewalled our entire pass rush. We like, didn't get a didn't get a sack. Did we get a? How many pressures did we get? I don't know. I don't generous know. one, maybe a couple if they're being generous. It's just so crazy to see the like last week to this week. Yeah, like I had prepped a whole bunch of funny little videos to post on Twitter and shit. If we got sacks, I spent a lot of time doing this. Didn't get the whole five any, minutes. I didn't get to. I didn't get to use any of them. <laughs> And let's see, there's one more quote here from Staley. 
said, I know the players uh, that we have on, I know the players that we have on this team. I know the group that I've been coaching for nine games and it is good enough to beat anybody we play. We've played the very best teams in the NFL and we've been in every single football game, the very best teams in the end of the NFL and have been down to the wire. We're four and five. We're still a work in progress, but we have the right men in that group, offense, defense, and special teams. We're good enough on offense, defense, and special teams to beat anybody we play. We're going to go back to work. We're going to stay together. Uh, we have our season in front of us. So we have to get on to Green Bay. We have to get on to Green Bay, too. We do. We get to go to Green Bay. Shut up. Is, is this feel a little bit like he's like, I don't know, man. It kind of feels like he's throwing himself under the bus here. Yeah. It's like we have the good enough players. I know the guys are in there. They're awesome. They're the, they're the best. So, and I'm blowing it. Why do we have five losses then? You know, like, why are we under 500 then, coach? Yeah. It's still, and even when he says it's, we're still a work in progress, I'm like, but you've had a lot of these guys for about two years and nothing's really changed. So I don't know what we're going to do this week to amplify. I don't know why I'm being so negative right now. I just, that, I know it's hard. That that game hit me freaking hard. It did. Sorry, guys. My apologies. Let me, uh, Little reverse action. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> ready for what? For a good time. Ready for some football. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> um, it's it is. It it's really tough. Um, you know, you gotta sometimes just take a step back and look at the situation that hey, the season is not over. We have not been mathematically excluded from playoffs or 35%. anything. Thirty five percent. That's our percentage of making the playoffs. Right there you now. go. So we still got 35. We still got it, baby. <laughs> so um, just hang on, gang. The season's still going, and any, anything and everything can happen. Um, when next week, maybe we're 45%. After that, 55, 65. Yeah. It's Only a, time will tell. It's a crazy stock market when it comes to wins and losses yeah. in the NFL and Amen. your chances of making the playoffs. So, Broncos um, just beat the Bills in a walk-off field. Is it over? So, yeah. Oh my God. God dang it. <laughs> so we're tied for third now. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You know what else is cool? You can go on over to our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash charge chat. Uh, check out all the fun, fun, good times we have over there. We've got our live streams up over there and you can join and watch it with us whenever we do that. Um, and yeah. we've also got some new names. To shout out uh, over at our Patreon, uh, we've got Craig, not the same Craig, but we've got a Craig, Craig oh, number two, Craig two point Craig two point and uh, we've also got Matthew Trasinski. So welcome to the party, pal. Thank you guys for joining our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/ChargerChat. And if you don't want to go over there, that's totally fine. You can go on over to our regular website. ChargerChat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions in Ask Bolt Fam. So go check out ChargerChat.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, gang, time to go on to the next segment, a Bolt Insight we've got lined up. Pretty darn special 
I'm excited to see this. Uh, let's let's go to now uh, Bolt Insight with maybe a fan of the year. As soon as that clock starts, yo ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we're back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky to have fan of the year, Guillermo Sandoval, the Charger Warrior. What is going on, Guillermo? Not much, not much. Just, you know, uh, recovering from game day. Um, you know, it, it always seems like I've been in a, in a car accident after game days, <laughs> whether we win or not. Yeah. Just setting up, doing what I do is, just, you know, it, it's exhausting. Yeah, you bring that energy, man. So well, let's get into it. I got to know. We got to know more about you, man, because it's so exciting. You're representing us as fan of the year. So people want to know more about you. So let's kick it off with, you know, how did you become a Charger fan? Um, you know, growing up, I first of all, I was a big diehard wrestling fan and I love football. I just didn't have a team. Uh, so when I was stationed in Camp Pendleton, uh, me and my buddies saw uh, a game on TV. and. Uh, Obviously, it was the Chargers. I forgot who they were playing, but I just saw this monstrous linebacker named Junior Sayo. I'm like, man, this guy's this guy's not human. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, man, this is a good team. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's when I started, you know, liking the Chargers. Um, and I saw a few games before I was de- deployed. Um, so I started to like or become more of a fan after I got out because. Uh, I was always deployed to Japan uh, during uh, football season. So I really didn't, you know, follow that much uh, on football after that. But yeah, yeah, that's how I became a, a Charger fan. So you've been a long time fan. You're early 90s, man. Let's go. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it. Yeah, same here. I've been a fan forever. And um, that's a really cool story. And, you know, I got to ask you, man, we saw the video that came out, the Chargers put out of you at practice and them and Coach Daly announcing you're the fan of the year. Can you walk us through what, how, you know, how you got to that moment? Like everything that kind of went up to like being there at practice and what it was like when he, when he said that. So yeah, uh, Liliana, one of the uh, reps at uh, the the Chargers or from the Chargers, she called me up and she said, oh, I know it's, uh, I think this was on Tuesday. Like, oh, I know this is a late uh, notice, but we've been shooting uh, some videos with veterans uh, who are Charger fans. Um, So I just wanted to, see if you could come to, you know, the headquarters and, you know, shoot a video. And uh, I kind of had an idea, but not really um, about this. But uh, you know, they kind of threw me off about, you know, them already shooting uh, videos with other veterans, which, you know, I found out it was a lie just to get me there. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, they mic'd me up at this uh, interview room. And uh, supposedly they were running late. So they're like, hey, uh, to kill time, would you want to see the team practice? I think they're about to finish up. I was like, uh, sure, I guess. And uh, yeah, they walked me to the team practice. Meanwhile, these two other guys were asking me about how I became a Charger fan, what it is to be a veteran. And uh, they asked me about my, my illness. Um, and meanwhile, we were uh, seeing the team practice. And yeah, they, they, they broke up practice. Uh, Coach Shelley was talking to the team about the upcoming Jets game. And then uh, next thing you know, he's like, oh, we have a special guest. And I thought, I was like, okay, we're going to have a World War II veteran or a Korean War veteran or, you know, uh, Iraqi uh, Freedom veteran. Yeah. I looked around, I really didn't see nobody. And then he's like, uh, yeah, he thinks he's here to shoot a salute to service video, but what he doesn't know, he's our 2023 uh, Chargers fan of the year. Like, and that's when my mind went berserk. I kind of lost 
uh, since then. Oh man, what a cool way to find out. Like, yeah, yeah. and it, it's crazy that, you know, cause we talked to um, Enrique last year and they kind of did the same thing to him where it was like, come in for an interview, but not really this. And then they kind of sneak attacked you. So like, wh- what was that like? Really just kind of not, uh, you know, knowing what was going to happen. Um, I mean, it was crazy because, uh, you know, being the other uh, nominees uh, who, you know, I believe are very well-deserving. Um, I would have been as proud you know, as, as they won, if, you know, if I won, uh, yeah, we, we actually thought it was going to be during game days. Um, you know, in, uh, especially the, uh, the bears. Uh, so when we didn't see it, it kind of, kind of threw me off. So, okay, they're going to do it during the lions game. So I really wasn't expecting it, you know, to be honest, but, uh, you know, I was feeling it a little bit then, but yeah, it was just surprising. I still don't have any words to describe it. it they, they threw me off so, so well. Well, so, and what, so, you know, being fan of the year, there's so many charger fans and you basically are representing us and, you know, being fan of the year. What, what does that mean to you? The organization picked you as fan of the year. Um, I mean, it means a lot to, to have people, you know, not only this year, but last year saying, Oh, you, you got my vote, you know, like you're, you're fan of the year in, in my eyes. I mean, um, it's, it's still surreal to me, uh, because deep down, uh, and I talked to a lot of people. Um, I, I really don't see myself as a super fan, just any regular fan. You know, I just happen to look like a freak at game days doing it. Because <laughs> um, the, way, the way I act at, at the games, you know, running up to people, you know, try to get everybody loud, their, you know, especially third outs. I think that's what every fan should do. Uh, I just, I guess, use this persona as, you know, um, a way to, you know, get, you know, people to like stand up and cheer. So... Um, yeah, it means a lot to me, you know, you know, cause I'm just doing this cause you know, I'm, I'm having fun with it. So yeah, to, to have people come up to me, um, especially, you know, giving me uh, well wishes, um, it's, it's, it, it's, re- it's really like weird. Um, cause I'm not, you know, believe it or not, um, I'm here at home. I'm a quiet, quiet guy at work. I'm quiet. They, you know, when, when it comes to game days, you know, that's when, you know, my, I guess my inner mask c- comes out and. <laughs> Yeah, I, I appreciate all the love and support from all the fans and it means so much to me to be selected to represent the charter fans. That's awesome, man. And then I got to ask you, cause you know, being a diehard fan for as long as you've been, how do you, how do you handle it as a fan? Like the ups and downs of the season? Like we clearly just had a tough loss. What do you do to kind of keep yourself at that? Like, this is my team. I love them no matter what kind of energy, what do you do? Uh, I mean, always keeping the faith. Um, I think every fan, uh, no matter what team you represent, you always go into the stadium feeling and hoping uh, that we're going to win. Um, obviously, you know, NFL, we can't win all games, so it's expected. Um, you know, there's some good moments. There's some hot heartaches. So it's just, you know, as a fan, we have to, you know, uh, embrace it, whether we win or not, and then just start over next, next week, hoping yeah. for the best. Same. Yeah. That's the only way we most of us can get through those tough losses. And I think that's great. And, you know, the idea of you just like taking upon yourself third downs, just to like at all times trying to get fans up and excited, like that's what fan of the year is all about, man. And we're just so excited that you are our fan of the year. And I appreciate um, it. Yeah, man. We're really excited for that and excited to see, you know, the Super Bowl and you get to go do all that fun, cool stuff at the end of the season. Um, so I wanted to ask you, you know, we always, you know, trying to wrap these up with, um, there's been so much Charger history and you've been a fan for as long as you've been. Um, what has been like your favorite Charger moment? Uh, 
Um, I mean, I have several ones. Uh, one that comes to mind, and I know it's not all good. Um, my, my friend George from San Diego, when we were in StubHub, uh, I guess he had his son in a crowd, and uh, Kenan Allen scored a touchdown. And he came over to him and gave him the, the TD a ball. Oh, wow. And I'm over here, you know, waving my – bear with my phone. Um, over here, waving my belt, yeah. uh, the infamous charger, charger belt, um, in the crowd, you know, just tried to show it off. And uh, he comes, uh, Keenan Allen, grabs my belt, puts it upside down, and he gets flagged for uh, excessive acceleration. <laughs> oh, uh, awesome. So I know, yeah, so I know he got 15 yard penalty. Uh, I'm not sure if he got fined, but, you know, when I was at the uh, at the team practice, I did tell him, you know what, uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but that was my belt you hold for like the excessive penalty. So I told him, hey, it's one of my. Favorite uh, memories as a fan, but I understand you, you got penalized and, you know, deep down, I, I really apologize if, you know, this caused you some inconvenience. <laughs> well, that's that's an amazing story. That's so that's so cool, man. And um, I want to last thing. Um, what are your hopes? What do you hope to see the rest of the season? You know, you're going to a lot more games. You got a lot going on for fan of the year. What do you hope from our team that we're going to accomplish or what do you want to see happen the rest of the season? Um, again. You know, as a fan, I, I was hope for a win. Uh, I know we have some uh, good games, and then we have some uh, tough games coming up ahead. Uh, I do understand that. Um, my my hope as a fan is to at least, and I think we still can, um, make it to the playoffs, and then you know we'll go from there. Yeah. No, I'm I'm all all for that, dude. Let's. It's hard to get out of the kind of the slump of being sad after a yeah, loss yeah, yeah. like that. But we'll come back. We'll get a win. We're 500 again, and we'll just keep going. You know, it's it's it was a tough, good game, tough loss. Does does ourselves off not only as a as a team but uh, as fans and just you know start fresh from uh, you know for next year next week. Hundred percent. Well, Guillermo, thank you so much for your time, man. It was so great hearing your story. Oh, likewise, and likewise. And we're, we're all mine. So excited for you and everything you get to experience coming up. And uh, um, thanks again, man. We appreciate your time. Oh, likewise, likewise. Thanks for having me. Boats up. Let's go. <laughs> Well, what a what a special interview, what a special opportunity, and what a great guy for yeah, fan of the yeah, year to go awesome. to. He's awesome. He's awesome. I remember meeting him back in 2019 at StubHub. He was just cool. Like he just go take pictures with everyone. He was yeah. kind of always in a great mood. Like that's a you know the best example of a fan of the year is like even killed, not too north, not too south, just trying to get people hyped. So I'm just I'm excited for him and he's a great hype he man. gets to ex- get to experience here coming up. Big time. No, seeing him in the stands, seeing him get excited, tongue out and everything like yeah. that's that's what I would ever aspire to be as a fan is to be that person that no matter what's going on, no matter how excited or defeated I feel inside that I can go out there and try to tell everybody, "Come on. We're fans. Let's do this. Let's, Let's let them know we're here. Let them hear you." Yeah. Well, Guillermo, congratulations and 100%. thank yeah, you so much for coming on and chat with Kev. That really is special. We love having hearing stories like that about how it because we've never been there. We've never been fan of the year. So uh, I love hearing everything that they did for you. I'm so glad they treated you so well. And hey, have fun at the Super Bowl yeah. for crying out loud. That's he's, awesome. He's crazy. Um, all right, folks. Time to go on to the next segment. Ask Bolt fam. <laughs> Were they nice? 
Oh, yeah, <laughs> Tune in to find oh, out. Time will tell. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be time right to back. put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we start off with Adrian. Certified fresh, sure. Okay. Who asked the question? <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you guys always be so optimistic after a disaster like this? It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. We've we done gotta. This, we've done this to ourselves. We have no one else to blame but ourselves for forcing ourselves to be optimistic and excited, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. I mean it. It really forces you to look at what positives there are to be had with this team, because this isn't just a dumpster fire of a team. There are positives to be had. It's amazing how this was a game. Prior again, prior to this game, we were very worried about our offense. Our offense mm-hmm. was having a hard time getting cooking. And now we have a game like this where finally the offense does cook, but the defense doesn't hold their end of the bargain. So yeah. it's been a very flip-floppy, like great defense, not so good offense. You know, great, great offense, not so good. Defense. Well, and it's crazy because we have the at respective times, each side can be good enough That's to what I'm win saying. a game. Yeah. So yeah. we've, we've seen it. So like the fact that we can't put it all together is just, we want that so bad as fans. We know what we can sure. be. We, we know how exciting this team can be if we can just put it together. Yeah. yeah. And that's why there's reason for optimism because you've seen good on both sides. Exactly. exactly. Like we still know that we've got playmakers on this team. Just it's, yeah. it's so frustrating not really being able to definitively say this is the problem. I know it's like the Jets. Like you just suck on offense. That's it. You suck. Just, yeah. it's clear as day. You're just yeah. bad on offense, and that's why you can't win games. Yeah, you 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 don't going into each week. You don't know. So there's obviously cause for optimism because you're like, this could be the week that they both hit, and we go on a little run here, and things right. look really good. One week we'll get eight sacks and four touchdowns. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I want. I'm going to be there for that front row. So yeah, at one point, both sides of the ball are really going to show up. And maybe that'll be Green Bay. Maybe. <laughs> and we'll we'll all be able to celebrate then. But um, yeah, man, it's a weird, it's a really weird season. Any given Sunday, we just saw the Bills lose to the Broncos. Uh, who's in a, oh, the Browns like beat the Ravens. Yep. who are like the number one team in the league practically. Anything so can happen. The anything Texans can happen. Beat the Bengals. That and the Texans crazy. beat the freaking Bengals. So it's just, it's crazy. You know, this isn't, there's no definitive this is a great team. This is a terrible team. There's a lot of teams that are just kind of like in the middle right now. And we just happen to be one of those teams and we know that they could be better. Got to find our identity. Got to find the identity, find the group. Like there's no, there's no more time. The, the time is now. The time is now. The place is here. Went up, you got went out, <laughs> went them all. Come on, Adrian. Thank you for asking the Thanks. question. Let's move it on now to crack dolphin certified fresh. Okay. Who asked the question? Fair enough. I have a very serious question. I'd like to offer up. It took me much thought to ensure that this was researched and thought out enough to have a serious, meaningful conversation. So I have to ask, what the fuck? <laughs> Thank you. And I look forward to the serious debate this starts. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> It's just something different, Kyle, about being in the room with him when he does that. It's just like yeah, the loud, the, the impact oh, of his yeah. voice. It's next yeah. level. It's good times. 
Yeah. It shook me. It shook me. Shook me. <laughs> Kevin's been shook. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't know. <laughs> if we knew. We, we wouldn't be able to do anything. We wouldn't be in this. Yeah. <laughs> it felt it felt like so if now, we knew it, it would be worse. We're calling the we, Chargers headquarters going like, get me Brandon Staley. Get on I know. Line. Brandon, hello? <laughs> they hung up on me. Yeah, just like the fact that we now know the fun little little tidbit you gave us, Kyle, about Cleo Mack's statement. It clearly was a team that had a week, almost two weeks to prepare for us. We had they changed all their tendencies. We had six days. Didn't figure it out in the first half, which we don't seem to make adjustments really fast in the first half. Second half, we played a bit better. It wasn't as as horrendous as the first half. I think that's just what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, preparation. Because the offense looked great. They didn't have, they, they were just playing their off. They were playing that, they were being them. Yeah. They weren't trying to do anything else than being them. They, they're throwing it down the field. Justin looked awesome. So it's just, I don't know. I feel like we're just, Staley's not quite locked in in terms of how his scheme is going to work. And it's just so complicated. And they're not like how you could need something that complicated and look that bad. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there's too much easy, wide open stuff. Yeah. It's just lapses in coverage type stuff. Too easy. Well, there you go. Crack Dolphin. Thank you for asking the question. Don't be a stranger. And stay off the crack. Yeah. Uh, Let's move it on now to Big Red Bolts fan. Who asked the question? The kick is up and it's fuck. How should I feel after this epic bout? I want to scream and stomp and shout, then go to twit, 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 X and pout. <laughs> is it long past time this coach is out? Nay, nay, I say, and I banish thee to a timeout. Our talented team should be oh so stout that nothing at all could keep our name out of the winning column that good teams espout. Our losses are tough and hurt, no doubt. Yet the games are so close that the fans do shout. The stats like the players are strewn about. How many stars on this team stand out? Sadly, fair friends, much of our talent is out with the gout. (laughs) Yet here we all are standing proudly about in spite of the pundits who keep counting us out. Week after week, still we resist all their doubts. To each of them I say, good sirs, get out. As together we stand and united we shout, bolt the fuck up, over and out. Punctuation makes this a question, no doubt. Caleb, you by, I proudly shout. Wow. That was really good. Really good. I somehow that poetry just helped me to feel better felt, about the you, team. I, I felt a little better. Didn't <laughs> that moved me. Uh, it did. <laughs> I'm not kidding either. I felt definitely felt yeah, better. The award for that. best yeah. writing goes to. Yeah, we got to have like was, an end of the year award for Ask Bolt Fam. We could do something uh, special. That might hurt feelings. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. We're gonna single you out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that is. Uh, it's great to stand by there, buddy. Yeah, we. I could. Oh God, just like going through the questions for Ask Bolt Fan was tough enough. I could not swim through the river. I'm not Andy Dufresne. I couldn't swim through the river of shit that was Twitter <laughs> on game day. Oh, but, I just, uh, I, as soon as the halftime hit, I was like, all right, I can't be on this anymore. <laughs> I, it's just can't, can't be done. It's too sad. I get it. Everyone should be sad and angry. Absolutely. But go through when, the feels that you have. When everyone's sad and angry at the same time, it's really a lot. That's not my hangout. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't go like, what do I want to do on a Friday night? I know. I will go. <laughs> I'll go to the club where everybody's pissed off at the same thing. 
That's a good time. <laughs> Sounds great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, fire it Staley. <laughs> mm -hmm. In the club. I can't tap my foot to that. I'm sorry. No. Um, big Red Bolts fan. Thank you for the awesome poem. That was, that was a lot of fun. Thank you. Uh, let's move it on now to Derwin's Dirty Duck, who asked the question. Justin Herbert, 27 for 40, 323 yards and four touchdown passes. We obviously won, right? Fellas, we won, right? Surely. But what a game to watch. Entertainment at its finest. All our offensive football. As for the defense, neither team could cover my 90-year-old grandma with a walking cane. Has me thinking, what is the best game or stat line that you remember from a Chargers QB in a loss? Like, do you remember any times where Rivers balled out in a loss? P.S. How bloody good is Tony Romo in the commentary box? Can he please do every Chargers game? Or does he want to be our coach? Coach? He knew exactly what was going to happen coach before Romo? it happened. I'm not kidding, dude. He was saying some crazy stuff. I'm not kidding. And then it immediately happened. He was he, he was even they were letting him draw on the play as it was happening. He's like, he's gonna go this way and then cut back. And like, oh, he did that. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Good. Yeah. He is fun to listen to. He's just he seems very neutral too. It's not sometimes you listen to guys you're like, God, relaxed so guy. I yeah. get it. You love him, but chill. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, he loves he loves football. So he's he's awesome. Yeah, I do like Tony Romo. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. When was the last time Rivers went out of his mind and we lost? With the I, Packers, he threw for like four hundred plus against the Packers one year. And we, lost. we lost. I yeah. felt like there was a weird at one. Lambeau. With, uh, I think that's the last time we were at Lambeau. Actually, what is it? Yeah. Stat check. Stat check. I feel like there was one against uh, the Patriots too, or there was like. They each threw for like 500 yards or something crazy. Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day. Let's see here. Yeah, the last time was in 2019. We won. So oh. put that in your pipe and smoke it. Kyle. Yeah, we won. <laughs> we won. Oh, we had another game. And back in 2011, we played the Packers and we lost 45 to 38. That's it. Let's look mm. at the stats on that bad boy. 2011. Let's look at this it's box. A long score. time ago, but look Over at the decade. Let's go. What do we got? Let's go. Hold Let's on to your butts. Celebrate. I don't know why I remember Bill that. Bill Rivers one. threw 385 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, but That's, he threw for three interceptions. Ah, Philip. Classic. 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 Phil. Classic. Just gunslinging. Son of oh, a gun. Oh, you know what's sad? When you look at this game, we were the San Diego Chargers still, and then ESPN like it got rid of our logo because it doesn't know what it is. Uh, hmm. Oh, that sucks. Hmm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's not dwell on the sadness too yeah, long. We'll try not to, but uh, mm. there you go, mm. Derwin's dirty dog, <laughs> Kyle. Thank you mm. Mm, for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to OM Run, who asked the question. Is it a scheme issue or a communication issue? I can't tell if the horrible defense is to play call or that players don't know where they're supposed to be. What did Cleo Mack say? Well, so the Cleo Mack thing, I feel like it was a matter of like, 
they had, like you said, they were on the bye. Their coaches went back and looked at their tendencies too. That's what you're supposed to do on the bye week. Like, what would teams do to prepare for us? All right, let's let's not do that anymore. Like, let's go the opposite, and that's just what they did. And totally different. That's that's not to say that Coach Daly did a bad job. That's just to say that the Lions coaches did a really good job in their off time to switch up what they're doing and not be uh, predictable. Hmm. So I don't think it's a matter of Coach Daly was bad for looking at the tape that they gave us and coming up with a game plan. Um, it was just that they came out and out like they did a really good job coaching. So hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that that's really what he was saying was Coach Daly sucked and we weren't prepared. Um, it's just the Lions did a really good job of switching things up. Hmm. So I don't know what the issue is on defense. <laughs> it, it's it's got to be a communication issue because hmm. I. But at the same time, you could say that that is the scheme that there's too much to communicate. So like both, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Little Can column A, little column B. Yeah. I mean, at this point, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there you go. OM Run, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to DJ Jones, who asked the question. Hey, y'all. Herbert Allen go off once again with a nice contribution from the others at times to give you 38. And Staley, your defense gives up 41. Unbelievable. Unacceptable. My question for you guys is... Where do we go from here? Kayla, love you, bye. Green Bay. We're yeah. going to Green Bay. Uh, up and to the right. Up and to the right. <laughs> yeah, you going to Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, 41 is a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Let's just hope they don't do it again this week. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> so here's the deal. We just ran into a really great offense with an amazing offensive line. We're about to play a not good offense with not a great offensive line. So it's going to be another one of those like, oh, shit, do we look great again? Like, I... I hope it's a dominant. Please. Please look great again. Yeah. So we and need then to go. We have the Ravens. Give me something to, to cling to. And then hopefully they come back and, you know, we can beat the Ravens. Yeah. Like that's just, we need to be optimistic and hopeful. Um, that's all we got right now. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Be optimistic and hopeful there, DJ Jones. Thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to President Loki. Certified Fresh. Hmm. Who asked the question? Do you believe that Staley is still too green to be a head coach? After three seasons, we still have the same defense issue. So my quick take is I, quick take. Th- I think Brandon Staley. Not quick enough. Sorry. Slow, <laughs> slow, 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 slow there. Slow on the uptake. More um, <laughs> I think Staley is could be a, a good head coach. I think he commands the locker room. What are you, he, you looking for the answers up high? I'm just having a... I, I know that's like when how you're, you're looking. I let me, that's when you're digging. Will you, you guys let me get this out? You're slowing me down. You're tripping me up, okay? Quit slowing me down and tripping me up. So, Staley, I think he could be a good head coach. I don't think he should be a head coach and defensive coordinator any longer. I don't think there's anything good. If anything, he's screwing himself because now when you look at him as a head coach, you can't separate him from the defense. Right. It's just what it is. Instead of having oversight, he's calling the plays. Like you are literally setting yourself up for failure as a head coach by not being a great defensive coordinator. Right. I think he runs the team, all the things that you would need to do. He gets the guys excited. They all love him. It's what it feels like. It's just his defensive play calling is not working. So I think it's a yes and no at the same time. Um, I'd like to see a defensive coordinator come in and make play calls and him just oversee and give his two cents into everything. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it feels a bit like pride goeth before the fall situation of not giving up those defensive 
calling dudes. Beautifully said. I mean, that's 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 a there's a reason why that's a saying is that you know if you're too proud to just know when it's time to let it go, <laughs> let it go, <laughs> let it go, and if it. If it's meant to be, it'll come back to you. <laughs> but right now, yeah. Or if it's to, meant to be, we'll just start winning games. You don't have to worry about it. Exactly. exactly. Like at this point, it's like, what really do you have to lose other than your pride of saying that, like, no, I'm going to call these defensive plays and I'm going to stick to my guns because that's what I said I'm going to do. Like, if, if this is not an optimistic, shamelessly positive take. All right. But well, I guess it could be for Coach Daly. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. We'll okay. Okay. Cool. 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 I'm glad we worked that out. Good. We yeah. talked it through. So, yeah. We all know that Staley's on the hot seat. It's just the reality of not winning enough football games and the defense underperforming. He's on the hot seat. I'm not yeah. saying I want him out, but I think he's on the hot seat. What's one way to help relieve that hot seat is to switch things up and hope it works. You know, like just take a shot. The way it's going, we have now two and a half years of doing it the way that we've been doing it. And it's not consistently working, right? Let's try to switch it up. You know, you're on the hot seat. Things are not looking good for your future as the head coach of the chargers, make a head coach decision and switch things up. And maybe it pays off. Yeah. The question is, do you think then, then my other question is, do you think Derek Ansley's ready for that? Cause it doesn't matter. Just, <laughs> it doesn't just, matter. Just, just do it. Just toss, just try. Just do it. Like, okay. Just do it. Just okay. toss him in there. I, how could we possibly know if he's ready if he's never done it before? Yeah. We have one preseason game of watching him. From what we see good. him intera- <laughs> from what we see with him interacting with the guys, like they right. all trust him and they love him and they want to play for him. So like, give him a shot. Like yeah. allow yourself to be a head coach and not have to deal with all that. I agree. I think he could be a good DC or he could be a good head coach because be we've seen him DC and he's done a great job with the the Rams. People are digging up all these stats as to that was a fluke and all this okay fine but like i want to see if you could just be a head coach like let's just see i I think that the guys still respect him they're still on board they still defend him um so i I just think he has to try something or else it's just going to continue going in the same trajectory it feels like yeah Yeah. all right well there you go president we want we want you to be good at the end of the day, I want Staley to be the best coach in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, we do. Still have my fingers crossed that that might happen. Yeah. President Loki, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Marco Dalio. And shout out to Bolt King. I'll go with Marco Dalio on this one, who asked the question. Staley, a defensive guru? <laughs> let, me t- let me just go through the Lions' 10 offensive series today. You know, they got a field goal touchdown turned it over on downs that was pretty good but then you got another touchdown another touchdown kneel down punt away that was good and then you got a touchdown touchdown field goal this is considered a defensive guru please explain it to me my question does this team need to be sold honestly nothing has changed since moving i think this team can go to any city state or country it would be the same storyline with this ownership ftr and fd guru of a coach can't love you bye i think you jumped to selling the team right there <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> that escalated quickly yeah um i don't it, it's so tough that I don't know that Staley ever said, I'm a defensive guru. Whoever called him a defensive guru did him the worst favor possible because now that's all anybody can ever pull up when they say that, like, oh, he's a defensive guru. He's a defensive guru. Really? Whoever said that? And now 
it's just a, a problem and it's something that's going to haunt him because that was the title that he was given by somebody. I don't know who. And the question is, has it ever been said to his face? And has he ever been like, no, I'm not. That's the question. Because <laughs> if he's, I don't if know. He's, if he's accepted it and by not saying anything, I, I have to imagine. He didn't self dub, <laughs> I am the defensive yeah. guru. Yeah. He doesn't have like polo shirts at home with the embroidery that says defensive guru G on to it. G U. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, obviously it, it's another argument to why he should just be a head coach and not be calling the defensive plays. Um, but it, what I guess what he's asking about is like ownership. It, it's been the same for however long they've owned the team. So yeah, I think long, that's long the time. that's the consistent. The question is, you don't. None of us can say anything that's going to change that. Right. The Chargers just went up in value a crazy amount of money. Yeah. So unless they went up and they're going to try and sell it, I don't think they will. But who knows? Yeah. There you my go. Views on my views on ownership have been stated. Kevin doesn't like it when I do it, so I'm not gonna. No, partake. it's no, it's fine. It's fine. You do you. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I don't care. You can feel how you want to feel about that. I, I, I'm not a Spanos family guy. Like they own my favorite team in the world. So okay, cool. I'm not gonna be shitty about them, but I could see your point that they haven't ever given me a Super Bowl win. Right. And they're not consistently a great playoff team by any any stretch. Um, yeah, you know that, how we know how we're talking right now about how Coach Staley needs to like step back and just be the head coach. I think the Spanos family need to step back and just own the team, like get out of all of the day to day crap. You have, there's, I think, there's too much influence. They have too much of their foot in the door of what's going on. You can cut this out if you need to, but I just think that they need to own the team and then hire the right people that maybe they don't have the last name Spanos, but they are experts at what they do and bring them in to run the organization. Yeah. That's just kind of how I feel. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Marco Dalio. Thank you for asking the question. And Bolt King. Thank you as well. Oh, it went from guru to fire. We need to get new ownership. Sell a team. <laughs> I like that. Fire sale. Um, all right, let's move it on now to Daryl 21, who asked the question. Hey, guys, this loss officially broke my defibrillator in my heart this time. So the only thing we can look forward to this week is you guys. My question is, after all the talk of resetting after the KC defensive letdown a few weeks ago, how the hell... The Staley talk his way out of his defensive crap calling this week. It's easy to call a good defense against high school offenses like Chicago and New York. But when it comes to a decent offense, he mishandles it completely. Detroit is a good team. Yeah, but giving up over 500 yards on defense. I mean, come on. The only reason I didn't have to call 911 on my heart was because Herbie was on fire. Props to our offense, despite some questionable calls from K. Moore at times. Three points, four QB touchdown passes, wins you games in the real world, right? Thanks, guys. We need your positivity yet again. K. Love you. Bye. 
I'm going to turn my positivity dial up for you right now. Crank gonna, it up. I'm going to stop being a little grumpy guy. Mm. I'm going I'm to change this up. We still, right. still got about 400 ass Bolt Fam questions. So I'm going to be positive as shit moving forward. Yeah. All right. Well, don't deplete them before the end of the show. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. It's uh, 500 yards on defense. Is uh, That's a tough pill to swallow. I just wish if we could have gotten after Goff, I think that would have been a completely different defensive just one game hit. plan. Like they, yeah, just getting after him because he, when he wanted to throw, he just could th- throw wherever he wanted. Right. He had all the time in the world. And that just, and he was making like, to give it to Goff. He had a good game. Like he was putting the ball wherever it needed to be and he was making the right decisions consistently. Yeah. yeah. They played it's, a good uh, game. It's just, we played a god awful defensive game. It's frustrating. Yeah. Because we, that was the situation was like, we lost in Kansas City and then we were able to pull out two, Great wins. Two great wins. I mean, regardless of the caliber of team, you could say that they're the worst team in the NFL or whatever. Like, those are still big wins. Like, they're not... There's no teams with goose eggs for the win column. Everybody's got at least one win. And so it's not like these teams can't win. They have one. And we beat them handedly. And so it's like, carry that momentum. We were hoping they could carry that momentum into this game. And it felt like they reset, especially after watching the all-in, hearing all the things that they were saying. It's like, okay, they hear it, they get it, gonna get it back on track. And I don't. I think what happened was they didn't get a chance to use one of their celebrations, and it really messed them up. They have been celebrating <laughs> just five get times one a game. Of those, yeah. Just one turnover, and you, you, I think it's a different defense. Exactly. They, if it sparks some energy in them when they get to do that shit, and then it just happens. It'll and be we, an interesting stat to keep an eye on going forward. Like if they can get at least one defensive celebration in what is the what does that do we need to start lowering the bar for what they celebrate for so that way we can have more celebrations <laughs> a tackle and for maybe loss they can celebration yeah. yeah i mean they have derwin the a hit downs. derwin gets a hit without a flag celebration, celebration. yeah celebration yeah. they're all flying around in the end so <laughs> <laughs> wow. they all just take we running head first dives it's a first down gain of 20 and they're all yeah. doing like that can 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 you do the game together <laughs> they all take their helmets oh. off and throw them at each other <laughs> targeting helmet to helmet okay <laughs> That's their celebration. Yeah, in honor of in honor of Derwin not getting a personal like foul. Flags. Yeah, do you guys do you guys remember uh, the longest yard when Adam Sandler they, the refs were like throwing the game. Adam Sandler has had enough of it, so he throws the ball and hits the like the oh ref, yeah right in the, nuts. right in the nuts. Yeah, I think Derwin just needs to deck a referee one of these times. Right in the like knee. you want to see targeting? Here it's come. I'll see you targeting. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you there. Sorry, your grandkids gonna are gonna feel gonna... this one. Yeah, I lowered yeah. my head. Didn't see him. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, it's a problem I have. Can't help it. All right. Daryl21, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Greg Farnan and shout out Bubba Duke84. Is that Farnsey? Uh, that is Farnsey, yes. That's what it is. Yeah, uh, shout out Bubba Duke84 and Wayne. But I'm going with Farnsey on this one who asked the question. Crikey, gents. That was some kind of game. Twas awesome hanging out on the live stream with the Kevin Wooldog. If Coach Duggan can stop having mini herbos, do you think he'll join us? <laughs> it's awesome riding the highs and lows and even better watching the upside down American commercials. But as for the final outcome, well, the darn right suck turns. Anyway, question. Clearly the locker room loves Coach and we all love Coach and Coach Duggan also. And also I think Justin really loves Coach. 
What's your thoughts on coach just being the head coach and letting DA be the actual DC? Surely stuff must get missed when DA works with the boys during the week and then coach takes over on Mondays. Keep coach as head coach and see what DA can do on game day. Couldn't be worse. Can't love you, boy. Fonzie. It was awesome. It's exactly what Kyle was saying. Just said it. Yeah. Yep. Your great minds think alike. They're on the same and I like page. how many times you said coach in this. I'm going to, yeah. you guys talk about it. I'm going to count. Take a up. shot every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as me on the live stream. Yeah. I have too many little herbos to jump on live streams. The first half I had my um, two-year-old or my one-year-old trying to keep him from jumping in the pool. And then in the second <laughs> half, I got to watch the whole game, but I had to. I had my newborn on my chest, so there was no opportunities for conversations or dialogue. I right. I just wanted to watch the game, so I had to keep that baby asleep on me at all costs. Because <laughs> if he woke up, he needed mom. I would have been back out doing uh, pool patrol. <laughs> Farnsey, you're one short, buddy. One short of what? Nine coaches. Nine coaches. Ah, one close. You're one one away. <laughs> one away, Farnsey. That's okay. It's all right, man. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Kevin and I have the luxury of at least being able to be in the same room together. So that's, yeah. that's always we're, good. We were going to do it anyways. Might as well throw up a camera and you guys can watch us be dumb. Yeah. You can ride the roller coaster with us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, if we could get Kyle on, it's tough again, like trying to get these things synced up. I feel bad for the people that we like ruin the game a half a second prior to like yeah. either a good play or a bad play. Um, gotta, there's gotta be a way to like sync them all up together. NFL, you've got enough money, figure it figure out. Figure it out. Yeah. We're trying to enjoy this game across state lines and it's 2023 and, and different countries. Yeah. Australia. Come on. Yeah. South Africa. Goodell Farnsey. Thank you for asking Thanks, the question. Brother. Bubba Duke and Wayne. Thank you as well. Moving on now to Andrew Gordon. Shout out, Brian Hollers, Burger Bob, Herbert Top One, Mark Fasnelli Jr., Andrew Boltup Fam, Zachary Whoa. Shelton, and Athir Kadir. Oh. Holy smokes. So this is a heavy topic. What do we got here? Mm, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Team attention! Staley, I said attention! As in pay the f- attention to your defense getting shit on every drive but one. <laughs> Justin motherfucking Herbo and Keenan Allen. Allen basically won the battle, but you lost the war. Why shouldn't we fire you? Even QPI Johnston put his Johnston on the line. Why are we playing so soft? I want to see some behind enemy lines more than one way to skin a cat killing out there before Herbo's next bomb thrown is at your eyeballs because you're blind anyway. If you don't win out, soldier, cancel Christmas. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. All right. Andy cancel Gordon. Christmas. Yeah. All right. It's a lot so, of people want to cancel Christmas. Huh? Well, a lot of people uh, want to fire Stanley. So <laughs> I, liked, I liked the way that Andrew Gordon at least phrased it. Because one, it was funny. Yeah. Uh, made two, me laugh. I like the idea of why shouldn't we fire Staley? Yeah. Yeah. What are you the reasons us. why we shouldn't? <laughs> Um, I love his interactions with Daniel Popper personally. So yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, got a little bit of a fire in his belly. Yeah. That's a well, check did, in that box. Popper Popper came out with a little article that was not holding back. I like that too. I like that. He wasn't holding back as well. This, I love this he back did. and forth. That's so great. Iron sharpens. Iron. Yeah. This is like old school. Old school journalism. Yeah. yeah. He was not scared to say, you're doing this all over again. This is exactly what happened. You're using the same excuses. 
Um, it was it was pretty. It was, it was just good to see him take a shot back because he can't do it in the interview. Right. He can't go and then be aggressive to Coach Staley in a question Makes more sense. than he already has. But yeah, um, yeah why? I, like I don't. I just don't. I don't know. Like I don't know. I want him to be good so badly. It was the same thing we had with Melvin Gordon. Like right. I want you to be so good, and I want you to be on the Chargers forever. But like you, at the end of the day, you have to win. You have right. to win, or it's not. You can't just keep getting opportunities. And when it's if if you're putting your name on the line that I'm calling plays, I'm a defensive coordinator, and your defense is like, it, let's just say he was just the defensive coordinator. He wasn't the head coach. Right? Would we be okay with him staying? You know, like at Lombardi, his offense wasn't ranked dead last and yards allowed per game. Like we, we were middle of the pack as an offense and we still were like, this is not good enough. You got to go. Right. So if he was just a DC, then we'd be like, no, you're not, you're not, you're not doing enough. So right. um, that's why I think he needs to pull that parachute, go to be a head coach, like let Ainsley come in and fire see, things up. See what it does. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, certain something certainly has to be said for at least the culture that he's brought to this team. I love knows, his game balls. His I know game the, balls. Are the rad. game balls are. Fun. <laughs> I love his game balls. <laughs> he did, he doesn't. There's an unlimited amount of game balls. He is celebrating everybody after right. a win. I love his game balls. I love the. I mean, the way that he talks both to the players, to the to the uh, uh, the fans. I, I feel like that is something that we haven't seen as far as the way that he can talk. But obviously, you know it doesn't equate to a win then who who gives a shit but i think that like i don't know i i feel like the the players are at least happier or at least were happier i can't speak for everybody and i don't know what's going on in the locker room right this second but it at least felt like for a while that they were really wanting to to work with him and it felt like things were clicking things were going to happen and i don't know i i have a hard time trying to think of i mean the reason why you shouldn't fire Staley, at least not right this second, is that there's still a chance. There's yeah. still an opportunity for them to go and find some kind of a miracle way to to make it all the way. Um, but once the opportunity becomes null and void, or if we are out of it, then all bets are off at that point. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good enough answer for you. Andrew Gordon, Brian Hollers, Burger Bob, Herbert Top One, Mark Bisnelli Jr., Andrew Bolta, <laughs> Fam, Zachary Shelton, and Athir Kadir. But we appreciate you asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Swipe of Visuals. Swipe. Who asked the question? What is going on with our defense? Staley, you've made my blood pressure reach max levels with how bad this is. On a side note, QJ got a TD. Anyways... What in the Blazers is Staley cooking every week? One week, he's literally suffocating the life out of QBs. The next, he's letting them cook us. Anyways, here's the dick perfect graphic. And K-Love, you bye. Also, frick the daggum AFC West. All right, well, hey. Come on, Kyle. It's Come different. on, Kyle. Sorry, I'm still dick not perfect, baby. You can't tell me it's not fun when he makes a field goal to yell dick perfect. It's really I, fun. I've never tried, and I never will. You got to give it a go well, at least once. You can't yell it with Even baby Even if you got earmuffs the baby, yeah. go, dick perfect. No, you just you got to do it like uh, Steve Perry, like dick perfect. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Perry. So, well done. Well done, Swiper. We like it. We love it. I like your work. I want some more of it. 
All right. But as far as the uh, question, um, uh, we only knew <laughs> if we only knew uh, what he's cooking, um, then yeah. Got to be a lot to come up with a game plan, head coach, and do all that shit on a short week. You know what I mean? It's just got to be a shit ton of work. That sounds like so much work. I'm tired. Do it every week it. too. He just needed every a week, week off. He just needs yeah. a break. He needs, Seventeen games. I think Staley would be a lot better if he had like three buys. Okay, give him enough yeah. time to prepare. Do it in three sections. Or what if him and and Ansley just took turns? Like every game, they took turns. Like get, I need a break. I'm exhausted. It, I get two weeks to prep for a Green Bay. They'll like you leapfrog each other for Baltimore, and then I get two weeks to prep for like you just. I think we're I on think to that's something. A good idea. I think I'm. A, I'd also like to see just a clear like if they get in like cahoots with NFL or whatever, and they each take turns with the series, and they let us know who's calling the plays at the bottom of the screen. <clears throat> How you know I mean? crazy would it be to prepare as an offensive coordinator if you don't know which DC you're getting? Wow, God. It would almost be like us against the Lions this week. You never know. You don't know what they're going to come you out and do. You don't know, know what they're going to do. They'll never know. Like, they'll never They'll never know. They'll never know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm on board for this. I, I'm I think we it. just solved it. I think Wild we just swings. solved it. Yeah. All right. Good episode, boys. All right. Somebody, <laughs> somebody get the Chargers on the line. Yep. Chargers chat hotline at the Chargers headquarters. <laughs> We, it's like Batman. We have yeah. a signal. We got a phone in there with us. Just goofy bubble. <laughs> 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 just a red, red pickup phone. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Swipe of visuals. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Kevin B. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? What are the chances Jim Harbaugh would come and coach for the Chargers? Have you heard anything? <laughs> 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 what are your sources telling you kevin i heard something who was who was i listening to there was some youtube i fell down the week when we won and there was tons of stuff to like you wanted to go check out i i did that and i heard somebody i, I think that. it was eisen or somebody like that was talking about how they were talking with um my brain jim harbaugh mm-hmm. and they all he just was talking about who are some of the players you like in the league all he was talking about was Justin Herbert. Mm. So I think I think you're psychotic to think we probably could get whoever we want as mm. a head coach, knowing what our quarterback is. Mm. I'm sure there's coaches on the outside looking in, like I know how to fix that. You got the stud there. I know how to fix that right. other part. Right. So you know that's why it's hard. It's not like we're like a a shitty shitty franchise with a really shitty team. Like, it's not that at all. It's like, it, it'd be easy for somebody to be like, oh, wow, I know what to do with that. Right. So I don't see why that couldn't happen if uh, if we keep continuing to see these games like this. And, right. You know, at some point, you might, I'm not ready to get realistic yet because that's not yeah. my style. But at some point, if we keep going like this, I'm going to have to get realistic. And I'll probably wait till the last game of the season. But I'll get realistic at some point. Yeah. Um, I mean, the chances do seem higher. I know that there were tweets recently about how he was facing a suspension with the uh, college teams, and so now there's yeah. hot take pushes him to the to the NFL. I like his competitive spirit. If he's going out there trying to steal signs and get all crazy, if he's going out shit, there trying to cheat, he's trying to win. But technically, <laughs> who else just cheated? Bill Belichick. And what did he get? One, six Super Bowls, five tons Super Bowl. of Super Bowls. Yeah, I'm just saying, and he seems like he's pretty smart about it. He didn't have any. Not that smart. He got caught. Well, somebody oh. on his staff got caught. Yeah, somebody on his staff got caught, and he didn't know anything about. Who hired it. that staff. He's playing chess when they're playing checkers. Mm. 
is what I'm saying. So you can look at this two ways. <laughs> Harbaugh, if you want a podcast <laughs> to talk about how awesome you are all the time, you know where to come. Wow. What? What? Who? Who? Where? Um, all right. Yeah. We'll talk about chances when that uh, that time comes there, Kevin B. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Coach Moore. Who asked <laughs> the question? I just read ahead. It's just nonstop. <laughs> this is all we got, though. You put the year. little star there. You didn't want to say certified oh, fresh. Oh, certified fresh. Jesus Christ. Guys, thoughts on charges trading for Belichick. <laughs> Not a fan of the idea, but... Sports radio threw the idea around because of stability and not first year head coach is not working out. Come on. I think do before, it. <laughs> before this year, you'd have been like, oh my God, is that even a possibility? He's just has a really shitty team right now. So that's why the only reason when people are like, I don't know, Bel- Belichick might not be the guy, you know, but would they there's no way you don't him? fire Bill Belichick. It's if he decides to leave, then he decides to leave. Yeah, but he's, he's a no never. You, you don't fire Bill. He's Belichick. a Ronin. Uh, you let him just walk out the door. Just one day, Bill's not going to be there. <laughs> it's he just like, just hey, anybody seen Bill? Oh, uh, it must have been that thing. He finally left. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You can't fire Bill Belichick. So, I mean, if if they go to him, they're like, hey, we're in a rebuild. We know we're in a rebuild. You're kind of old like do you want to go somewhere else well That's, it's the question if it's like a respect thing for him is yeah. what it could be yeah, yeah. like the, it, the idea of them trading him means they have control over belichick and no yeah. one has control over Belichick. <laughs> yeah, it's insane no yeah like it would have to be like a very belichicky and like i will leave if you trade me to the chargers mm. like okay let me see okay. i'll make a call <laughs> Tom, Tom. <laughs> and I'm also the GM. I'm going to be both. I know you don't like your coaches that do, do double duty, but I'm both. But I'm both, baby. There's the door. Yeah, there's the door. yeah. That's the other thing. There's no way Bill Belichick would come to the Chargers. He he has too much control of everything that's going on, and we right. would never give up. The Spanos would not know what to do with no, that. That would be the know. weirdest first day at the office when all the Spanners are just standing there like. He's like, That's get my out. Job. Yeah, he's like, out. <laughs> like, he like log, gets to the locksmith, locks all the doors to their offices. Like, not here. Can't sit here. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Seat's taken. Seat's taken. <laughs> Coach Moore, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Staley's Nuts and Bolts. Who asked the question? Why are they targeting Derwin? Do they hate him? Do they hate us? Is it just part of the script? It almost seems like they want him to just let the other team score. I don't. Are they targeting Derwin? I don't. Yeah. What does With that his mean? Personal fouls, unnecessary penalties. Do they hate him? Do they hate us? Who's they? What are they targeting? Who's they? You gotta unwrap this. I don't know who the they is. Hmm. Let's say so they are the referees. The re- I, don't know where, I don't know where you guys are going with this. This is scaring me. <laughs> well, no, I'm looking a, yeah. at the question. It's just like, why are they targeting Derwin? Do like the they referees. Do they why hate? are the officials throwing all the flags? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's I was confused. I didn't know. Oh, okay. Who were they talking about? Oh. <laughs> Who's I read it. It made sense to me. So you guys were scaring me. I didn't know. I didn't know so thank you for the I didn't clarification. Know the bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like, honestly, there was times during that game where we were bailed out a lot. Like they were throwing some, yeah, some pass interference penalties that I, you could say they were pass interference, but they were a little ticky tacky and we were getting the benefit of the doubt. We had a, we had a Justin Herbert, um, roughing the passer penalty that was mm-hmm. 
very sus. So I don't, I don't know. I just think that I don't, that was, I wouldn't ever blame the officials on that game. That game, we, we, we lost that. That wasn't, mm-hmm. we got ticky tacked to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quinn got like so many pass interference penalties. He did. That was crazy. He was doing more. He was producing a lot. If they gave him yardage for that, he'd had yeah. over oh. 150. But if he would have caught that one ball, oh, that would have been, God, it been to the house. Yeah. Talk about first that touchdown. That would have been amazing. Wow. I am glad that he got the touchdown. We need though. to we need to get him some little giant stickum. You know what I mean? The kid that had that yeah. he couldn't get his hands apart. Yeah, yeah. he gets it to his chest. <laughs> yeah, we need that for Quentin. Um, all right. Staley's nuts and bolts. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Animus, who asked the question. What dirt does Tim Telesco have on the family to still be employed? Why are we drafting developmental first-rounders? We aren't even dressing Spiller. What the f*** is going on? <laughs> Two, would you draft high-floor or high-ceiling players? Can't love you, bye. What the What the f*** is, is going, going on? <laughs> that was a great voice for that line alone. Yeah. Um, all right, so, uh, yeah, the, the idea of a first-rounder being a developmental player... It's not good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. First rounders need well, to come in and play right away. <clears throat> I get the mentality because we were not expecting to be at this point in the season where we weren't we were expecting down to both need Mike him. Williams yeah. and Josh Palmer. Yeah. But that's the point. Then why do you draft him? Like it, first rounder should be a guy that comes in and makes impact right away. Right. So the thought is, why do you and and would Quentin have been there in the second round? Like if everyone in the league saw him as a developmental player. They're probably not going to draft a developmental player in the first round. So that's kind of the question. It's like, makes sense. Did we, one, did we go too high in drafting him? Cause that's not to say he's going to be a bad player. Like, but right. Is he that second rounder that's like a stud and you got him at a place where you can draft a quote unquote developmental player a little bit? Mm -hmm. Whereas the first round, they, those guys should be stepping in and making a big impact right away. It's, it's not really the place where you take the, oh, we'll see what he's like in a couple of years. You take a receiver in the second or third with those ideas, like Josh Josh Palmer, which was perfect. Right. right. You know, so I, I agree. First round pick shouldn't be developmental. If they really thought that he was going to be that developmental, I don't. I don't think they did. I think I thought I probably they probably thought it was going to be a couple of weeks and he'd be ready to rock and roll. Uh, it's just taking a little longer than they originally thought when they drafted him. Right. Now he's got some. Now he's got a Teddy. Well, now, and yeah. Maybe a little more confidence going yeah. into the Green Bay game. Right. Right. Well, the spotlight's going to be on him, especially. God forbid, Keenan can't. Shoulder, yeah. yeah. With that, when he left with that shoulder injury, it was and like, Gerald Everett too. Yeah, but isn't it weird? Like, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but like with Justin, I just feel confident no matter who's out there. Like he's gonna find a way as long as he has time. Mm-hmm. He's gonna find a way. So as long as the offensive line plays well, who's that? It's always nice to have our best player, you right. know, Keenan Allen right. out there. But he's gonna get something done. I just, it's nice having that confidence in your quarterback. Yeah, I agree. As long as he has time. Um, and then as far as would you draft a high floor or high ceiling player? Well, I think Quentin is that he's a high ceiling. We don't know what his floor is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, the ceiling is the more interesting one for me. Cause those are the first round guys. Um, but yeah, that's hard to say. Yeah. Ideally your first rounders are high ceiling and high floor. It's like yeah. they're in, they're ready they're to go, everything. but they, they could get way better, you know? Penthouse. Sure. Yeah, that should be your first round picks. It should be lock and load, ready to go, slam dunks. Right. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Unanimous, thank you for asking the question. 
Let's move it on now to Javier Rodriguez, who asked the question. What does the team need to beat good teams? Congrats on 300. What is that voice? I don't know. I like it. Sometimes I get to just panic. <laughs> <laughs> and I just have to like do something physically and then there's a voice. Yeah. Um uh they gotta be consistent. It's just yeah. consistency. It has to be consistency. I mean, like we could say like they gotta stay healthy. And God bless, we didn't even talk about this. Chris Rumpf now potentially out for the whole no, season. No, he's out. He, he is. is out for and the whole season. Yep. It's official. On IR. Well it, they I, said he's out for the season via Rappaport. Right. Well, there was an interview that Staley said that they were going to put him on IR, but it's not officially season ending. So hmm. I'm just cool. saying. I'm just yeah. saying. Um, but That's yeah, Chris Rumpf gets we went into this game with like the smallest injury report we've ever seen almost yeah. ever. And we lost four guys and then in the like, first quarter. Yeah. Before the game even started. Well, yeah. Mike Davis was throwing up in the locker room, I guess. He was He's just trying just to suck puke. it up and play. He was just puking. Wow. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's you got to be healthy and you got to be consistent. I just meant yep. if we can go middle of the, we can go what 16 offense, 16 defense. I think we can, we can almost win out. <laughs> Honestly, just right <laughs> down the middle, just right in the middle. Just be the utter most bland, right in the mediocre. middle team. Just be mediocre. And we will probably get in the playoffs. Uh, just the hope in your eyes when you said that <laughs> it was really just like, just got to be mediocre. The lucky number this 16. is it guys. We just have to be right in the middle. <laughs> I think I figured it out. Mediocrity. Just <laughs> mediocrity for a few games out. to build on some mediocrity, <laughs> and then we'll see where we go. All right. Well, there you go. Javier Rodriguez, thank you for asking the question. Thanks, Javi. Uh, let's move it on now to Mr. Peck R. Nice. Who asked the question? Well, hello, beautifuls. We really need to stop meeting like this on Mondays. This loss hurt a bit more than the rest. Our big sack D ugh, was manhandled by that O-line. Our secondary and linebackers, oh, they were shredded up more than my freshly grated cheese on my pizza. But there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Our offense was beautiful after that interception, and they seemingly never looked back. But anyways, that loss was hard. I had to revert back to my doctor's method of remaining positive. If you remember, my doctor told me to find one positive thing for every loss we have and to daily to share those positives with other Charger fans. So here we go again. Number one, Herbert is our QB, and he is the best in the NFL. Two, Allen is amazing, 175 yards for two touchdowns, and that swagger he has. Oh. Number three, Eckler's legs. You know the ones where their tops end at his bottom. <laughs> Number four, Dicker's leg that was six for six and was also, oh, dare I say it, Kyle, I'm going to say it. <laughs> it's dick perfect. <laughs> And number five, we held the Lions to zero sacks. Whoa. Would each of you please help us to cope with these five losses so far by each sharing one positive thing from this game? It also seems that some Charger fans forgot how to cheer for the Chargers. So I wanted to share an easy way to do this. Oh, he shared a Twitter, a little Twitter link that showed his uh, five-year-old girl t telling everybody to charge. Nice. So don't forget, folks, BTFU, FTR, and can't love you. Bye. All right. Well, there you go. I love that, Bobby, as far as like, yeah. Stay positive. Things you liked. Things you liked in that you game. You just got to find one positive thing and yeah. just cling to that like a life raft. Like, like a starfish. Yeah. Listen, can't take this from me. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, 
give us some positives there, guys. If there's something that uh, Bobby didn't, <clears throat> I mean, it, first of all, Bobby, you said one positive thing. Don't go out there and say no, five. five. And you, you like, took all the yeah, positive. You things. took all the good You're ones. Very Bobby. positive. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it harder for us to come up with stuff. Um, what's some other positive things you guys can think of? Oh, there was one. I saw the interview with uh, who's the who's their edge rusher on the on the Lions. I'm Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. So he had an interview I saw where he was talking about how he he thought that he tackled Justin out of bounds. But while he was tackling him, he didn't realize that he threw a 25-yard reception. Yeah. And Justin got up and yelled in his ear, let's f***ing go. Really? Oh, yeah. You love to hear it. I did so, not know that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll retweet it. Whoa. But that happened. He's like, and he's like, that guy's the dude. That guy's a stud. Wow. Like made the throw while being the guy thought he'd tackled him out of bound for a sack and no, he made the throw. You know what would be the best thing in the world? What? Is if Herbert was mic'd up for that game and Hell you could yeah. hear that. He wasn't. I know he wasn't. Be. He'll never be mic'd up for a game, but if he well, was. Well, if Aiden was, maybe Aiden was mic'd maybe up. Maybe Aiden was. All right. I guess we're going to have to go follow the Detroit Lions for the week, see if they post anything cool. Yeah. I know, but that was my that was my highlight where I was like, I oh like yeah, that. that's our guy. And I he like didn't that. he didn't he didn't fill Rivers in his ear. Eighty five yard touchdown. He just got up pumped yeah. when the other other player thought he had dominated him. Mm. We don't dominate Justin. Mm-mm. Herbo is Turbo, and he does what he wants. <laughs> Herbo is Turbo. There was a really funny Herbo Turbo <laughs> moment we had during the game. He turboed up for sure. <laughs> he did. Um, how about you, Kyle? What do you got? Uh, yeah, you took a lot of them. I mean, all the guys that were not scoring, like Jalen Guyton and Quentin Johnson scoring touchdowns, you just hope that that's like the, that switch that now it's just going to start like dominoes falling. Right. They're going to start playing. They have a little confidence going. Um, so I'm going to say getting other guys involved on offense, not not just Keenan and Eck. Mm-hmm. Totally. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and I'm going to say uh, at least the defense had one Turnover on downs. Oh, yeah, the fourth down stop. That the fourth two yard down line. stop, goal line. <coughs> they went for it on fourth down and did not get it. And uh, that's always nice. To there see. was a really great blitz by Derwin James who like tackled. Remember he oh, timed yeah. it perfectly. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Tackled tackle for a loss. That was yeah. right after his uh That was targeting. the one punt that we, that we caused in yeah. the game. Cause, nice. Because he was pissed because he got a targeting or personal foul. Right. It's yeah. too bad that wasn't a pass play because he would have lit golf. He would have murdered him. All right. That's what we were talking about, being lucky. Why wasn't that a pass play? That would have been a perfect sack, maybe a fumble, maybe a touchdown. Who knows? Who knows? Nobody. Mr. Peckar, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. The good, I say the good, the bad, and the defense, okay? <laughs> good. Allen, Herbo, Q's first TD, and the O going off, finally, in the second half. We almost pulled it out, but uh, now she is pregnant, and 18 years of child support is coming. All right. Bad <laughs> and the ugly. The D didn't get it done. Maybe got uh, Brandon as head coach and uh, maybe keep Brandon as head coach and get a DC. He knew what God was good and bad at nothing happened. Uh, walked all over us for 333 yards. No picks, no sacks. I get it. Changes were made at the half, but we gave up so much in the first half. Oh, they also ran all over us too. Second time giving up over 500 this year and fourth time giving up over 475 this year. What positive spin do you have for us? We need one. Can't love you by FTR, FTB, and FTC. I think we're all on the same page about giving uh, Ansley a chance. I think that's yeah. positive. Yeah. Because who's who's to say? Look what happened to the Pierce and the Raiders right now. They're not winning by much, but they're at least doing something a little different. That, 
that's going to all fall apart pretty soon. But who knows? Two games spark. Yeah. Let's go. I'll take a two game spark. Yeah. Like that. Um, positive spin. I'm trying. How much positive spin? Um, I mean, the positive spin is that, again, we weren't out of the game. No. If this if this was, uh, you know, 40, what is it? 41 to, you know, 12 or 16. That would be like, holy shit. That would be a very, that would be one of the worst situations to be in. So, I mean, to know that during that last bit, man, it was just touchdown for touchdown. Just boom, you get a touchdown. Boom, get a touchdown. Boom, get a touchdown. Like, it was just such a high-scoring game that, you know, when it gets to be that point, it's like it's going to be miserable for one of the two teams, and it ended up being us, Mm. you know, because we couldn't be consistent. We couldn't stop or perform when we needed to but man where they perform and man where there's some exciting moments there especially with keenan allen leaving the game and you're just going like oh crap yeah i was panicking. and then to have him come back into the game was just like oh here we go yeah sign me up so that was awesome um there's still playmakers on this team man there's still people that can get it done there's still and and we're still in it we aren't eliminated from anything yet so um just gotta hang in there man and and cheer cheer louder when they're doing you know when they're having a hard time cheer even louder because that's when they need it the most that's when i need it the most that's when kevin needs it the most yeah right. kyle doesn't because he has a newborn baby yeah. and if you don't yell near the goddamn you. baby okay will you please we told you this a hundred times yeah someone tell dave inside voice <laughs> someone tell grandpa <laughs> All right, House of Pain, thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Andrew Ramsey, who asked the question. <laughs> what adventures we have next week, and how are we repping our squad? See you guys next week in Green Bay. I'll be sure to eat as many cheese curds as I can to put in me in a lactose intolerant coma. I hear that's a thing out there. Can't love you, bye. Yeah, lactose intolerance and... Wisconsin's not a good thing. That's bring some lactate. Miserable. You can yeah. handle it. Yeah. No, we're <laughs> we're excited. I wish we would. It'd be a lot more fun if we were coming off a win going to that. But we're gonna. Hey, we get to go watch him get to five hundred and get to go to Lambo and get to go celebrate and hang out with our friends and take yeah. the bus up from Milwaukee. There's a lot of stuff. That's the crazy thing. Like there's I, for those that don't so know, many activities, there's no airport right next to green Bay. They have a small one, but the flights are it's very small, whole expensive. <laughs> so yeah. So we're flying into Milwaukee and then having a two hour drive. It's a giant ugh, bus between Milwaukee and, and Green Bay. There's like so. nine, there's gonna be like nine or ten of us Charger fans with yeah. the bus full of Packer fans. It's gonna be good. Yeah. So I'm it's by be, North Pole, but Wisconsin but is Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. Cheesy. Cheesy North. <laughs> Five North Cheese. Five North Cheese, yeah. Um all right. So yeah, gonna be a lot of fun times there, Andrew, especially with you and Kat and the Brisket bronze. I mean, come on. My wife. <laughs> Kevin's wife. She does. She, wait, is she wearing Packer stuff? I don't know. Only time will tell. <laughs> I don't know. She She's like, what should I? I was like, I basically told her, I was like, you know what? I don't care what it costs. If you find something crazy cute that's Chargers, buy it on me. I'm Papa. I'm Dada. Oh, wow. I got this. So we'll okay. see if she takes me up on it. She might. I don't know. We'll see. 
Either way, she's hard, that is she's in a tough spot. She and it really Rock, is the worst possible hard spot. place. Yeah, Josie. Josie. Yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever decision she makes is totally fine. Yeah. Yep. So looking forward to it, Andrew. Thank you for asking the question, and we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Hot for Herbie, who asked the question. Oh my golly gosh. We almost pulled it off, but lost it in a standard Chargers fashion. Speaking of pulling it off, how about our sexy, gorgeous, super talented, tall, blonde, and gorgeous kid B? <laughs> God damn, that man can throw a nut. <laughs> he definitely did not deserve to lose that game. Hopefully our boy in prime Herbie real estate, Keenan Allen, pulls through this shoulder injury because, man, we need him. Speaking of prime real estate... This brings me to my question, and I cannot think of a better group of lads to ask. Let me set the scene. I'm currently the on the porch of my brand new home, moved in five days ago with my girlfriend of 10 years, watching the sunset over the Blue Mountains of Western Sydney. Brandon inhaling some Keith and Allen, if you know what <laughs> I mean. And I got and it got me thinking. Is there any pieces of prime real estate within your home, like cupboards or drawers or something? that your partner, girlfriend, wife, or kids are currently using that you wish you took claim on early in the move to make your space? Or am I stuck with the garage and lawn for the rest of my life? Keep fighting the good fight, lads. Can I be bye? That's a good question. For, for you guys. Yeah, for us. <laughs> for me, I've got the, all the... <laughs> <laughs> of the land, yeah, I got. Yeah. You got two rooms. Yeah, two rooms, two, a whole kitchen, two bathrooms. Yeah, got all of it. <laughs> um, I when I, we bought our last house, I immediately laid claim to the unfinished basement because I knew she wouldn't want it. I was like, I knew it'd be, it'd be fine. It's cold and dark, and uh, so you should have asked for something that you knew she would want. But now we spend the most time in there because I made it extra rad. Mm. I turned it into the movie theater room. That's true. All my charger stuff is in there. Yeah. Um, I would like a little more of the closet, but that's just marriage. Mm. So it is what it is. But, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Kyle, do you have free reign over all that you <laughs> see? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, This is all yours, Simba, as far as the eye can see. What about that dark spot over there? <laughs> no, that's mommy's. Never go there. <laughs> no, any elephant no. graveyards? <laughs> I have no space. That's mine whatsoever. Right he, now he, he, is, he has so little space. He had to send me his one awesome Chargers memorabilia so it could be on a wall Aww. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You I'm in my kids' like playroom right now recording this. And then I'm gonna head up. I actually am sleeping with my in my bunk bed with my second son right now. So <laughs> you don't even I don't even sleep bed. in my own bed. Yeah, Dope. I have no space. I do have a recliner, and that's that was about it. That's kind of mine, but <laughs> yeah, not guaranteed. <laughs> first come, first serve kind of thing. Oh shit! <laughs> no tap tap whenever you get up. No. No, my kids see me coming. They're like, "Yep, you're on the couch." Today, it's a Dad. race for the recliner. They're like, "Dad's coming." Daughter on the recliner. <laughs> we got to make sure it is one thing that he likes. We're taking. Yeah. Yeah. You see that hope in his eyes? Let's go, boys! What now, an idiot. Now what, old man? <laughs> yeah, I just got your recliner. You have no power here. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, great question. Hot for Herbie. Thank you for asking it, and thank you all for asking questions and Ask Volt fam. I know it was tough, 
It was. I feel. <laughs> hey, me. <laughs> after a tough loss, do you feel better now? I feel better yep. now. Yeah, I'm ready to move on. Let's move on it's together. Like, a, like our weekly purge is this this Tuesday episode. Get yeah. it out. Get it out. Get it out. Shout. Better out. Shout. Let it all out. These are the things I can do without. Come on. I'm talking to you. Stay late. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. Tears well, I think uh, I do have tears and fears. <laughs> tears <laughs> for tears. your fears. I have tears and fears after that game. All right. A lot of love. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode. Any final thoughts there? Tears and fears. <laughs> no, I'm ready to go to Green Bay and kick some Packer ass. I like that. Okay. <laughs> That's going to do it for this. Wait, no one else has anything to say? We're going to go out, apparently not. out on that. <laughs> I, I wasn't asked. Adam asked you, and then we all just I, well, It was open here. to everybody. It's never yeah. specific. Yeah, what about there? you, Kyle? What do yeah, you have to on. say? I'll just, I'll just double down on the. I like the idea of the, the co-defensive coordinator every other week thing. I think cool. we should go with that. Yeah. Deal. Let's, uh, let's pitch it. We'll be 500 after the end of the season. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Chargers Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. When you need to get up and going on game day, what are you going to reach for? Red Bull? Monster? <laughs> Coffee? Why not try something new? Why not try Herbo Turbo? Herbo Turbo gives you that rookie of the year, stat-breaking, gunslinging, hair-waving energy. Sounds pretty awesome, doesn't it? That's because it is. Herbo Turbo. Taste the herb. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.